Good morning. I'm Dr. Jung. I admitted you yesterday. I'm not... I'm not mad, you know. Let me explain what I have in mind. I propose that we meet here, most days, to talk for an hour or two. Talk? Yes, just talk. Hey, everybody. My name is Nick the Rat, and I'd like to invite you in to a little old podcast called Nick the Rat Radio. Actually, I don't even know if that's the fucking name of the podcast. Uh, I shouldn't be cursing so fast. But, uh, <clears throat> let's redo that whole take there. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. Actually, we are currently inside of... Uh, one one of the greats, I'm camping out right now. I, I wanted to get a good look at the stars, and it's not too cold out in New York right now, so uh, we're going to be celebrating episode, what is this, 218? Holy crap, it's 218. I would, if I was taking shrooms right now, the radio show might sound just like this. Uh February 2019th, 2020, 2019th, and it's February, it's too, okay, look, I'm not on shrooms, but I am going to be drinking this beer here. <laughs> and sometimes it's good to go outside and just look up at the sky. It really makes you feel grounded. But <laughs> Hold on one second, let me hit the cough button in the grass over here. Sometimes you really need to be grounded because it, it could feel like the world is is coming in on you, and and then you feel like you're the only thing that matters. But then you need to look up into the skies and see that there's a lot of stuff out there, and you really don't matter. But then you might get sad because you don't matter, and then you have to realize that you do matter because you have a lot of influence over the stuff around you. Uh Cyborg Dave in the chat has a point. It is like life bukaki, indeed. It's um, uh, it's constantly coming, and you don't know which direction it's coming in, but you know it's gonna hit you in the face. Uh, so, uh, uh, we're gonna be discussing many aspects of, of life tonight, but mainly just like one or two that I have planned because, uh. You can't you can't talk about everything in one night. That's like going to Disney World and expecting to do shrooms on every ride in the park in one night. It's going to take a couple of nights to shroom there and have sex with Minnie Mouse. And you know Minnie Mouse would probably not turn me down because... Uh, a lady's intuition is very, very strong. It's a very thick thing. It's a female's intuition is kind of like mayonnaise, like good mayo, nice, thick, fatty mayo. 
I've always heard this. Um, uh, a Dame B, have you heard? Have you heard about a uh, woman's intuitions? You know, if it weren't for the fact that the last time I checked, I am female. No, of course not. Women don't have good intuitions. Well, the only main intuition we have is we know how to use a map when we're driving. Huh. All right, so map while you're driving. That's uh, well, that's a little bit. That's a little bit different than intuition, but you know, I guess that that uh, but I I always thought that women had really, really good intuitions. But we're gonna we're gonna be speaking about intuition tonight because uh, we're gonna be talking about a lot a lot of stuff that you know philosophical and scientifical things. And is intuition real? I guess is the topic for tonight. So if you would like to give me a call at nine one seven seven one nine five nine. Two three, or send an email to nick at nicktherat.com. You could tell me what you think about intuition right now and at some point during the show. I'll read it? Is that right? I'm gonna, I have to read this shit? Hold on one second. I have to check my contract over here. Yeah, it looks like I have to read it. <sighs> All right, well, since we're going to be outside talking about stuff that's that I was told to talk about by the scientist in the sewer who kicked me out because I, I couldn't pay the rent, they, uh, no, I mean, we're having a lovely night looking at the stars. You always have to make things for the best. There's always a good side to stuff, too. Uh, you know, sometimes you might have a nice, beautiful sewer to live in, and then some Sometimes uh, you might have to go camping because scientists want money. Let's let's relax a little bit. Let's relax a little bit, everybody. It's a it's been a great week so far. You know, I'd hate to say it was rough or hard or or any of those things that turned me on. So let's just try to relax here. Uh, and a good way to do that is to listen to relax. Listen to relaxation music by Relaxation Parkinson's 2012. Let's relax.
that shit. Whoa, 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 everybody. That was really relaxing. That was a uh, pre, pre, <laughs> premeditation, relaxation. Oh boy, I'm relaxed right about now, baby. Oh boy. Uh, so let's, I was laughing my ass off at the chat room. Uh, somebody was like, is the part of the title of that thing is pre-exercise? And somebody, I think it was Carol from uh, Hog Story said that the, it was pre, she's always pre-exercising. Aren't we all? We're all pre-everything. I'm, I'm, whoa, uh, like, uh, even like, what was that thing called when, when you have, uh, when you have sex and then you, you have it too fast? We're all, we're all pre-orgasm uh, right now. Pre-pre, we're pre-pre. Pew-pew. Pre-ejaculation? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, pre-ejaculated. We're all pre-ejaculated ejaculating right now we're, we're all unless you are ejaculating right now but that's um that's up to you that's your own business we're not we're we're talking about other stuff on tonight's episode we're not talking about uh, 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 yeah. we're talking about intuition so the best the best way to usually talk about a word is to google it and get that right there out of the, the box and just to talk about that right there right hold on one second i have to read this important email that just came through Very important email. I got a reply to this. It's from the president. Not Trump. It's from the next president. The the <laughs> the winner. Uh, it's actually a libertarian. It's a it's a it's a, a president from the future from twenty twenty four. It's a libertarian, and he's sending me a message, and I got a reply to it right now. Hold on, this is really important. Uh. Dear, you guess here the the president's daughter's been kidnapped. Go back in time. It'll be safe. Uh, hold on. Uh, one more second here. Okay, this is very important. Okay. Uh, I'll save your daughter. As long as you hook me up with some mushrooms, future president. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking about uh, intuition. So let's just read the. It's a noun. It's a noun. I thought it was. I always thought it was a verb. Like you're intuiting. You're in. Wait, that would be intuiting, not intuition. I guess is a noun. The ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscience, uh, conscious reasoning. You just know it. <clears throat> Yeah, into it. That reminds me of that stupid goddamn program. Is that like a fucking uh, man? I'm cursing a lot tonight. I think it's all this beer. Intuition. Is it real? Like every like I before I did this episode of Nick the Rat Radio. Before I read that definition, I just considered intuition to be real. I guess it's, but that's like saying is a flashback real. It's it starts to break down the world into into a weird into a weird place because you can keep you can keep taking words and and thinking about if they they make any sense at all and usually in the end most most words don't make too much sense but they they do de- describe something that that happens and I guess if this didn't happen there'd be no reason to describe it and like this wasn't in some sci-fi book intuition I actually who 
Are words real? Very important. Uh, who created intuition? I don't know if there's this is a who created intuition or how do you even search for like first use time of the word intuition created intuition. Intuition sounds like uh, kids before they go to college. That would be pre-tuition. Uh, cheaper. Cheap, cheap, cheaper intuition. Let's see. Intuition is the ability to acquire knowledge without recourse to conscience reasoning. The word intuition comes from the Latin verb. Oh, man, the Latins. The Latins came up with most of these words that we're using today. It's almost like we're a, a Latin society something uh look at the tunnel rats on top of it tunnel rats like oh man you're drinking that coors i'm like yeah oh socrates called it a uh, daemon i can imagine Socrates. yeah but then like a couple of weeks ago i was talking about that dude socrates and he might have just been a, a made-up thing from that dog on on the disney channel or something uh to consider it translates to be consider well, yeah, I guess, you know, once you do consider something, you do select it. And selecting is an act of uh, changing the future. Like if I had a jar of mayo or a jar of pickles in front of me and I chose the jar of mayo, that would mean in the future I would have mayo, which is a lot more useful in the future than pickles. So my... Intuition, my choice, my uh, reasoning to consider the mayo jar would be kind of like fortuitous to a beneficial future for me. And the person that gets the pickle jar is fucked, so I don't know who gets that shit. But uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of words that probably don't make sense. I probably need to to level this out a little bit. Let's play a little bit. Uh, uh, let's see if Zindu is alive. Zindu, did he send anything this week? Can I even get Zindu outside? Oh fuck. Uh, hold on. I have to charge this thing up. Uh, okay, it's it's on. I got a little pocket computer thing with me. It should be able to. It should be able to play this here. Let's. Computer, no. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, whoa. What's going on my voice? Hold on one second here. Let me uh, hit these knobs and do these things over here. If I, where, where is this knob? That's one knob. Where's the other knob? Fucking shit. Hold on. There we go. Fucking hit that there. There. Fine. Yeah, we'll just keep the same take. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Keep rolling, you stupid scientist. This is... This is Zindu, reporting to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. We have real important news for you this week. If you're a fucking scientist that cares about the Earth, I guess. I don't know. It's... It's... Uh... This next piece of news is going to be very controversial. So if you can't handle controversy, I want you to take your, your diapers and go to the fucking bathroom and cry into a towel and then set it on fire and jump out a window. Just because this is the news doesn't mean I can't give opinions on it. This is not really an, even an opinion. 
But when when there's a when there's a pile of shit in the middle of the room, what what, what does it attract? It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, may, it might attract Nick. I don't fucking know, but uh, it doesn't attract me. It attracts flies. So if you throw a giant load of shit in the middle of the room, there'll be flies there. And guess what? Those flies are going to start to breed and uh, protect the shit and make the shit their own and build little houses in the shit. And uh, basically that shit is now is now their life. So Jeff Bezos has taken $10 billion, is that it? Is that the number? $10 billion to fight climate change. He's going to be giving it to uh, no private sectors, but if you uh, if you have maybe maybe I can get in on this. Maybe I can say you know climate change. There's a lot of there's fucking garbage that's making methane in the middle of the street. I'll just collect bags of garbage. This might actually work. This is this is my dream. I always wanted to be a a, a public garbage collector and get paid. Ten billion dollars is. It's a lot of fucking money. There's going to be scientists ripping each other's eyes out, writing articles about how fucked we are on the planet and how they're going to save us by telling us how fucked we are just to get a piece of this $10 billion. I'm telling you, I don't know if Jeff Bezos is going to save the planet or destroy it or make it overrun by a whole bunch of climate change freaked out nerds. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, you know what? Hey, try to get some yourself. Just come up with some crazy idea. Jeff Bezos will pay you. Ten billion will last a while. It's gonna take at least a couple of years for enough crazy fucking uh, flies to eat that shit. So uh, there you go. If you want to join uh, the the public garbage collecting because of extra methane in the air, f- uh, fucking foundation, just take a picture of yourself with bags of garbage. I don't care where you get them from personally, and then send Jeff Bezos. He'll send you. He'll send you cash. All right. It might be a little bit more difficult than that, but. Come on, guys. We can figure it out. This has been Zindu coming at you from the Dark Sewer News Network. We'll be back a little bit later with more news. I got to collect some garbage bags over here. That's a lot of that's a lot of money, Jeff. Jeez, ten billion dollars he's giving it away. Is over what what kind of yeah, send you give me a call later. We ten billion. That's got my my tail frazzled, frazzledy dazzledy. Hey, tunnel tunnel rat. Yeah, Zindu's a little upset. But you, when you don't pay a guy money and you give him peanuts. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Wow. Ten bill. The house that Bezos built. Uh, Jeff Bezos is trying to be the, the, the new, uh, he's like Jesus or something. He, he turned cardboard, he turned, uh, books into saving the planet. Who knows? Uh. Let's listen to a song over here. Uh, b- uh, just please let me breathe by Nate Sassoon. The fuck's going on?
Wow, that's very wubbity wub wub and the wub wub. That's a that's a cool song right there. That was the what is that share? The Please Let Me Breathe by Nate Sassoon. All the music you could find on the SoundCloud slash like slash Nick the Rat. It's where I get that's where I play ninety nine percent of the music that you're listening to. There's my likes. You could go to Nick the Rat slash like slash something. I don't know. It's on my website. It's fucking everywhere. Just Nick the Rat. Look for the words. Just it's it's so weird how society is breaking down to uh, terms and hashtag word and the easiest way to find things is usually the easiest way to find things. I guess uh, natural evolution is bringing us to where we should be, like uh, uh, where we are right now. I guess. Otherwise, it wouldn't be very natural if we were something that we weren't, but we are. So it is. Ah. Uh, we should probably listen to a voicemail. Voicemail. Just hashtag voicemail. That's usually how you find stuff, right? Oh, look at that work, too. Look at that. No, I don't want voicemail. I just want voice. But I want the voicemail, though. See, I guess that didn't work out. You know, sometimes you got to shorten words even more than uh, uh, what they are. We got voicemails on... Hashtag voicemail. We'll be opening the phone line soon, so you could uh, give a call down to the sewers. Maybe we should open up the phone lines now. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just open the phone lines now. If you want to give a call and talk about intuition with Nick the Rat, you could give a call now and, and uh, hang out with me live as I sit on the lawn because the scientists don't want me back in, in the sewer because I couldn't pay him this month. It's a lovely night, though. You got to take the the bad with the good, and there you got the uh, facts of being a podcaster. So we're going to go over here. I got to go here. And so here's a voicemail. 917-719-5923 is the phone. Uh, no, there we go. Hi. Hi. I wanted to share something. I hope it has some value for you, to you. I feel so compelled to share it, and I'm terrified at the same time of your response, of your supporters, the ones you listen to. But I have to do this. Go I have it. to. Do it. Actually, you already I did it. I don't so. care. Let's go. It's worth whatever the fallout is. Hell yeah. I was... I, I'm one of two siblings, and I was my parents' firstborn child. And the violence and abuse from them and other family members ah. was merciless and relentless. The cruelty was incredible. And I I feel compelled to share that it never broke my spirit enough to stop being compassionate, empathetic. Keep it alive. 
and kind-hearted in nature. Even when I have violent, retaliatory thoughts, they never go any farther than that. And they're hard to break, too. And I feel like that was, that's part of my, I don't know, karmic contract or whatever, what I'm supposed to go through to learn how important kindness, love, and compassion is no matter what, no matter what. And that you can't let them turn you into a monster. You, you can't let evil and abuse and cruelty change you into something you're not meant to be. Or neglect. There's more things to And I connect to that in you. Um, and several others that support this show. Um, you, you exude that, you know. There's a warmth and acceptance. I really appreciate it. But I felt like I should share this with you. And, and I hope that you What happened to the call? Caller! I think the three minutes were up. Damn! Well, that was a... That was a damn fine uh, voicemail. Uh, you, I'm, uh, I'm thankful that you left it. The conditioning happens, and it it's very hard. It's very hard to break conditioning, and there's so much goddamn conditioning that exists, and it's most of it sucks. But there's there's a, there's a little bit of good conditioning out there. A little bit of good conditioning, but it's very hard to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, I'm, it would be it would be nice if we could all uh, not experience shit condition, but there's yeah, it's it's hard. But there's 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 things in life that 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 do um, uh, matter. Well, uh, uh, rock on, just keep keep on keep on trucking, and uh, thanks for the call. Uh, well, well, damn. Let's talk about intuition. It's uh, it's crazy Dad, stuff. Whoa! You took that right out of my mouth with the damn. That's what I try to do sometimes. Uh, where's... there we go. Okay, hey, okay, we're we're back and we're ready to do some more Nick the Rat Radio. The phone lines open. We got uh, we're talking about intuition tonight. We already discussed what it was. If you missed that, you're going to have to listen to the show again. Sorry. Uh, but then you start to get, well, if, if intuition is real, because it's like, it is. Then I was like, is it like instinct? Is intuition and instinct the same thing? But they are not. They are not the same thing. Instinct is, uh, it's built in. It's built into you. And in and uh, intuition, it's kind of like having like another like having the sixth sense or something, and and you you you're looking around. It's kind of like a spidey sense. It tingles, and if you have a really good intuition, it usually tingles more than other people's. But I'm sure there's 
Why aren't there more words for people that have? I guess there are words for people that have extra tingly uh, sensations than other people. Like, uh, like if you're a really good reader, you're a bookworm. I guess there's just like uh, names for people that are elite at actions, and I guess intuition might be somebody that is really good at. Instincts? No, it's not even instincts. It's like a, it's like a, a c- combination of stuff. There's a lot of things that go into the intuition. It's, it could be like if if you're really good at betting, are you? Uh, is your intuition good? Or if you're good at um, like parkour, is that good intuition? Like you know where the wall is, so you don't hit it. I don't know. These are all these. Th- this is what keeps me up at night. Do you know what used to keep me up during the day? What? Arcades. I used to go have a, uh, I used to go, you know, grab a whole bunch of quarters and head out to the arcade. It was like, it was so weird. Like, I think the most quarters I ever had at the arcade was like $5 worth, which is like nothing. That's like, uh, each quarter you could burn through in about five minutes. So... Let's see, five, five, five minutes. It's four. It's five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Actually, you know, five dollars is uh, for five minutes, and you're the. I was. I guess it was like a couple hours. It was like two hours. It's not so bad. But uh, let's listen to Songberry Arcade Days. The stars are out.
You're building a rat ship here. That's arcade days. That's fucking groovy. Uh, by Songberry, Song Songberry, Songberry. Wait, I usually post this into the chat. I got like a video thing going too. So basically, there's a uh, you could check out all the different streams over at nicktherat.com is the main hub. There's a I I have a video on Twitch and YouTube comes after. Twitch is live though. If you want to watch a uh, this show happening live in the under the stars. Go there, uh, or you could tune into uh, No Agenda, the No Agenda show on the No Agenda stream. That I uh, they usually play my show after their show on Thursday. At some point, I'm on the uh, rotation in there, or you could just you know go completely crazy and go to nicktheratradio.com and just. Listen to that 24-7. I hear it helps uh, people while they're sleeping. It's a known fact that if you play Nick the Rat Radio as you're in bed laying down and you're just taking things in, you're, you're going to have audio hallucinations. Uh, such audio hallucinations include uh, losing hearing inside of your, your right ear. And, uh, which is fine sometimes because you, you know, it's just a hallucination and all hallucinations end at, at, at points. But if you only have it in, in your, in your left ear, it's, and then you need to, you need to, you need to even it out. Otherwise you're just going to hate, you're going to hate the show if you, oh my God. Oh fuck. All right. Well, yeah, there's, you don't want, you don't want things going around like that. That's just, that hurts. Uh, we, we got, a. Email too. You could email me at Nick and Nick the Rat, and if you do that, you could listen to the thing. Or no, you could I could read stuff under. Usually, gas blast is the best way to find it, but otherwise, I I'll find it. Oh boy, this is a long one, but I feel compelled to read it. This is the first time I'm seeing this. It's a cold read. <sighs> okay, here we go.
I really shouldn't be reading this. I have no idea what it says, but let's let's find out. <clears throat> what the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know. I gra- well, is this like another? Why are you having me read such mean stuff? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs. <laughs> Can you imagine me in the Navy SEALs? I don't know if the person that wrote this is pretend like if I should be saying this, like if if I was saying this or if they were saying it. Okay, let, let me just say it if uh if I was saying it. Because if I was have to, man, man, what the, what the fuck did you just say about me, you you little bitch? I'll have you know I graduated top of my oh my screen went off of of my class in in the goddamn in the Navy rats. And I've been involved in numerous secret raids on Al Qaeda, and I've I've had over three hundred and thirty three confirmed kills. I don't take pride in killing people, but I do when they're bad. I'm trained <laughs> trained in rat warfare, and I'm the top. Oh my God, that word is too dirty to say that in uh, in the entire U.S. Armed Forces. I use my hands too, not just my arms. You, you are nothing. You are nothing to me, but just another goddamn target. I'll wipe you out. Foul language. And uh, what is this, man? Why did you send this to me? I don't know who. Why I'm reading all this. This is all about me just smack talking somebody. You know what? We need to listen to Zendu here. I need to I need to clean my palate of all that hateful talk with. With, with the news. <laughs> you said Jesse Ventura voice. Welcome to Going Green News Networks with Zindu. I want some of that ten billion. So why not just start talking about how fucking green I am? And I want some of that ten billion pesos. Give it to me. Okay. Well, we're gonna be doing some more reporting on some green tech right here. We're going right to. Uh, Right to fizz.org. They're talking about new green technology generates electricity out of fucking thin air. Fat air, you could go home. This shit's called AirGen. AirGen. They use nanowires that are 10 microns thick, and they fucking slap it on some other shit, and it absorbs water vapor from the air and creates an electrical charge. Looking at the rest of this article on psi.org, they don't fucking tell you how much energy it makes. It says, they just say, hey, we could, we could probably fucking charge little microelectronics. All right. Let's go to another uh, news site here. We got Science Alert. Uh, ScienceAlert.com has a little bit more information. But actually, they destroy it, too. They destroy the information with the information. So let's go straight to the information that I wanted. How much of a charge would it be? AirGen produces a sustained voltage of around 0.5 volts with a current density of about 7 microamperes per square centimeter. That's not going to even charge my fucking belly button vibrator that I got. Look, this thing is, it's a first step. It's a first step. So you know what, Jeff Bezos, give them some money. They could probably make this bigger. They could probably make it bigger. Uh, Wait, what is this quote? Let's look at this quote. This is what I love about fucking scientists because science is going to save the planet. The team that built this says the charge is likely created by moisture gradients that creates a diffusion of protons in the nanowire material. 
They don't even fucking know how it works. It might be the devil. Oh, my God. Jeff Bezos is funding demonology. Okay, what? this is Zindu. I'll be back later. I'm going to get some of that $10 billion, I'm telling you. I'm going to get it. This is Zindu reporting to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. Bye. Zindu, if you get some of that $10 billion, can you give it to me so I don't have to sleep outside? I don't have stars. It's lovely. It's lovely stars. But... Oh, look. There's the Big Dipper. And, uh... I don't know what that one is. That's like the long dog. Yeah, we're looking at some. Uh, it's. I must be doing shrooms because the sky is going by real fast. Usually it's very. Oh, it could be Pegasus. Yeah, that might be Pegasus. I need to get my star chart out. Hold on. Let me. Uh, you dip him. The Big Dipper doesn't have a top on it. It's weird. It's a little strange. Uh, let me go over here and squimbly boop bop boo. Where are we? Bam. Uh. Dame B, can you speak, please? Of course I can. What would you like me to say besides the fact that I think with you being outside, you need a microscope? Not a microscope, a telescope. Oh, my. I have binoculars. Okay, you want to know something that crazy happened? Okay. Uh, I really shouldn't be talking about this. But this happened. I saw I saw I saw what I believe to be um a UFO, but it wasn't. It was definitely like a star or a planet or something. But it was wobbling and so much in the sky and I thought I was not in as intoxicated as I am right now. But that thing was it was it was zooming around the sky, and I have I have pretty good binoculars, and I had it in in focus, and then and then it, and then it just it didn't move that much, but I know it was moving. Wait, what color was it again? It was it was it was a, it was like a white dot. It looked like a star, but it looked like it was moving though. Like I could have sworn I had it in my focus, and it was moving at least like an inch. In my view. So it was in the same patch of sky. But it was obviously not a UFO. Because it would move a lot more than just that. But I thought it was a UFO for a good 10 minutes. Because I kept like staring at it. Could it have been the International Space Station maybe? I don't know. It might have been. Actually because if it's closer by. Won't it like be more wobbly or? Actually I've watched it go across the sky once. That thing is quick. Uh, well, yeah, it would be. Yeah, how how actually how long was it in the sky for? Like a five seconds, ten seconds, or? I think it took less than two minutes for it to go all the way across the sky and then disappear. So, like one hundred twenty seconds. I was I was pretty close by. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> At least I didn't say a couple hours. <laughs> hey, I've got a question for you, if you don't mind. Sure. Okay. What would you call it if you're about to step out the door and you look over and you see something that you normally don't keep with you when you go to work, but you just decide to grab it for whatever reason, and then later on you find out you actually need it? Is that intuition or is what would that be, in your opinion? That would be weird. I've never uh, left to go to work and took more stuff than needed. 
I've left stuff. I've had lack of intuition. Like um, I've forgotten things. Now, is forgetting things lack of intuition? Or is that just forgetting? Is there a reverse version of intuition? Like intuition is... So if you take something unknowingly that you wound up needing, if it's if it's unknowingly happening, is that intuition? Or do you have to know it's happening? I don't know. Because I have a battery that I can charge USB or my phone off of. And I usually leave it at the house. And I just grabbed it, and no reason, just walking out the door. And sure enough, I got to work, and my phone was almost dead. So it was kind of a bonus. That is, I don't, that's, is that, for, uh, people are saying foresight, uh, lack of foresight. Uh, uh, tunnel rat. Memory lapse. Memory, memory. What is, okay, uh. Do you know why? Okay, I, I I could tell you why I'm I'm even doing this entire episode right now while I'm outside staring at this guy, but I should probably keep it a secret. It has to do with yeah. Uh, you know, I gotta loosen up a little bit more. I gotta maybe listen to another song, and then maybe that'll uh, I'll ex- I'll explain why we're having. This conversation about intuition. But um I just want you to before we talk about it, you gotta you gotta listen to this. This is gonna open your mind up. I need I need your mind to be loose before I I tell you what's going what 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 it what it would it be. And before you know what it'd be, you, you your thoughts need to they're gonna be Pouring out of your 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 face, every pour yeah. and porous and pour is that is that why it's called pour? Ew! So when you say like pour me a cup of lemonade, are you talking about like things being porous? Ew, ugh! Porous is a gross word. I think porous is more gross than the word moist. I don't know. I think moist is rather worse, in my opinion. Really? You think moist is worse than porous? Yeah. Well, growing up, I used to think moist was a type of cake. And nowadays, ew. Ew. Moist cake. That's Crazy Thoughts. Uh, David W. Goldschmidt. Here we go, everybody. I'll be right back. I'll be moisten up. Lube up your brain. We'll be right back.
Okay. Chat room. Is this plinky or what? And there's Nick. Hey, what's going on? Welcome whoa, back. Shit, fucking, whoa, fucking, uh, moist, 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 moist. Hi. Hi. We totally lost you. We got to hear a lot of pinky sounds. It was cute, sort of. Thoughts. We were thinking and doing it in a nice, lovely repost. My foot's itchy. Scratch it. I I am. Hold on one second. Oh, fuck. Ah. All right. Okay. Whew. Okay. Uh, hi, everybody. We're talking about intuition tonight. For it's, 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 is intuition seeing the future? Is it seeing the future? Oh, wait. Is the, the phone line is not, uh, the phone line is open if you want to give a call at 917-719-5923. I'll, uh, I'll chat you up. You, you can talk to me. I'll talk to you. It could be a, uh, uh, an interesting conversation about, uh, the word intuition or just life in general if you want to talk to me about uh it's the stock market or anything you know it's strange it, it's strange that a, a, a lot of people if you if you give your opinion about something it it locks them up or makes them mad at you and i i could you know people just get mad at stuff but And you shouldn't get you shouldn't get mad by by words. I don't think. Uh it looks like I got a phone call coming in. At least I have some weird inkling or an intuitious feeling that I am Whoa, hello. I could feel it in my boner. Whoa. Really? I think I just called myself. It's called all over myself. That was that was weird. Uh, let's listen to a voicemail. 917-719-5923. Was that real? Was that real? I don't know. Was that a kid or was that a... Uh, computer. I think it sounded like a kid. Or computer generated thing. So you can't tell anymore. You don't know what's real or wrong anymore. That's why I like the whole. Uh... That's why you don't know what's. Uh... Yeah, the. The creepy list. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Uh huh. Hold on. What if intuition is a possibility? Oh, so intuition is kind of like your brain on a quantum level. If you believe quantum is what it is, how how ballsy are we to 
label actions that are kind of magical. It's weird. It's what tarot cards are for. Do you have a, a deck of Romulan tarot cards? Uh, no, I have a deck of smart-ass rebel cards. Color? Uh, no, I have a deck of smart-ass rebel cards. Oh, crap. Uh, is is the caller, are you on the phone? I'm sorry if uh, if there's a calling issue. I don't know. I think, I think I'm on the phone. Whoa, okay. Oh, I'm on, what is it? You're, it's working now. Do you hear me? Okay. Oh, good. Do you I can hear you. Can you, oh. you can hear me. Is this a One, Verizon two, commercial? Uh, can you can hear me now? I hear you. Do you hear me? I can. Do you hear uh, Dame B? Dame B, do you hear caller? I hear caller. Hi. Hi. That's Dame B. Apparently, yes. We can hear you. But I can also. Hear her? I'm sorry. I interrupt everybody all the time. I'm sorry. You interrupt Go people on. like when? I do. I do that all the time. What's the most embarrassing interruption you've ever made? All of them. <laughs> it's all. Of them. Oh man, I wanted. I wanted a story like. Well, one time there was this guy. He was his house was on fire, and he was putting it out. <laughs> But he was like, he sleeps naked and he was putting out the house on fire and his dog was caught on fire too. So he dumped a bucket of water on the dog and then he grabbed the dog and he ran out of the house. And then you bumped into him before he got to the firefighters and you interrupted the the saving of his house because the fire and you were there and you interrupted a guy that was like smoking on fire naked with a wet dog and... You know, that would, that would, if that did happen, that would be the worst one of all of them. That's a pretty good one, actually. Uh, I could think of, there. The, yeah. Uh, uh, so, caller? Yeah. Do you What's ever up? go, did you ever go camping? I have been camping. Have you been camping? I've, I've, I'm, I've, may, I might be camping now, possibly. Uh, did, did you ever feel that you, you knew how to survive in, in the wilderness while you were camping? Did you feel like you knew what you were doing out there? Your brain transforms to another, to another level, where. You have to survive outside. And then that's why you usually camp like for but maximum like, you know, I mean, you could you can maximize whenever. But but I started at, at like four days of camping. Or I guess four nights or four, you know, three nights, maybe. Yeah. And then at that point, your your mind is you're surviving outside. What do you think? Maybe mental. What the what the hell is that? Do you think maybe <laughs> mental evolution is intuition? Do you think uh, when you intuit things? Do you think when you uh, uh, see the future is that like an evolution of 
of the brain of existence for you? Or or is that all just fooey? You connect with your surroundings. You connect with the people around you and the people that care about you and love you. So is intuition connections in in the new connections in reality or like in the do you think when you meet somebody in real life it opens up new connections in the brain too like when you see things maybe maybe the scene yeah, of the things so. makes more things happen and it's just uh the the more things that happen cause more things to happen More th- new things equal more things, and it just multiplies exponentially. It doesn't divide, yeah. it doesn't subtract, it just adds and multiplies. We've just been the strange sausages. <laughs> Caller is blasting sausages in the background. We have to, we can't listen to that. Did you hear that? Actually. Yeah. I think she was more talking about her massive stripper kitties. We have uh, We should probably Okay, look. We we're, we're going to we're going to play some advertisements and then we're going to talk about people that helped uh, sponsor tonight's show. We got a phone call. Uh caller, hi. Hi. Uh Figured I'd put my two cents in on the intuition thing. I'll take I'll take more than two cents if you want. <laughs> All right, that's that's even better. Hold on, I can hear myself, and it's like throwing me off. I'm gonna walk over. Turn, here. caller, turn now, your radio um, down, caller. Caller, just turn your yeah, radio yeah, down. Yeah. Just, just listen, listen to me on the phone, okay? It's just it's a private okay, conversation between you and me right now. It's not there's. Turn off the Twitch or the radio or whatever you're doing and tell me about intuition. Yes. You have like shit tons of intuition. Like, check this out. So I'll be driving down the road and I got a bit of a lid to it. So I'm like, you know, I think I'll just slow down. And sure enough, a cop will pass by, which is really, really awesome because nobody likes getting pulled over or searched or like you know any of those things so like uh i feel like my intuition has helped me out a lot so you have a law intuition have you ever uh felt the law coming yes. after you in other ways <laughs> kind of or just it's been a while cops on the highway <laughs> but no or or also okay has this ever happened to you? Like, say you uh, you just meet somebody and you're like, man, I do not like this motherfucker at all. And then you feel guilty, like, you know, I shouldn't be judging this person. But then it turns out they really, really suck anyway. <laughs> and you're right. That happens all the time, too. Is that, is that called is stereo? Is that like stereotyping? And then you feel like you're doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, this person's a jerk. I could see it in his face. But then it's like, I shouldn't judge a book by the cover. But then... You should have yes. because they were a jerk. Yes, man. I knew all along. I just, I just wanted to roll with. It. 
It's hard. It's hard not to. It's hard not to uh, judge. Is is judging evolution? Is that like part of the brain? It's like, oh, like uh, poison ivy. Uh, three leaves, leave it be, or some shit. I don't know. I'm camping out here. Have you ever camped? I have. It's it's it's. Uh, I don't really get poison oak, so I, I and basically whenever I do camp, I just kind of wander about, and I'm just very very lucky that. <laughs> Nothing bad is happening. So, yeah. So maybe but, uh, it's your intuition. Do you think intuition has to, do you have to know it's happening? Or do you think uh, yeah. it, because maybe your intuition no, saved like you from poison. No? Just, well, you know, that could be. It's like more tuned than I thought. It could be. And you, you just know? you just recognize the cop thing because cops are easier to spot than than a three leafed plant on the floor in a bunch of other plants. Especially if it's dark. Imagine I've if poison oak had a, a siren on it. It was like woo woo woo. Oh yeah, that's poison oak right there. Thank God that. You know, if you ever uh, if you're ever out and about, and all of a sudden you smell cucumber. Back up, because that's a cottonmouth snake, and it means it's pissed off. That's happening also. That's not the intuition, but I just figured I'd throw that out there in case you didn't know. I hope I wouldn't bump into that motherfucker when I'm uh, thirsty, because cucumber makes me, like, uh, water in my mouth. Well, hold on, caller. I got to go. Caller. Uh, bye. Gee, thanks for the call. Uh, if we're... Let's listen to let's listen to uh, Zendu. We have to talk to him. Maybe put cucumbers all over my face. Hey, everybody, Zendu here. Fuck, I don't know. I'm just pissed off right now. I'm not. I don't know what I'm mad at, but I'm mad at something. It might be science. Maybe I'm mad at science. Zendu's anti-science. Tell your fucking partners. <laughs> tell your loved ones. All right. See, well, health is science, right? We're going. We're going to look at this article. This is not about uh, uh, energy or being green. I don't think. Maybe it is. Who fuck knows? Uh, CNN Health struggling to quit sugar. You might not be sleeping enough. Okay. Now I I skipped around this fucking article, and they're saying that that people are eating like crap because they're not sleeping well. Well, I don't know. Usually when I eat like crap, I usually don't sleep well. It's not that I don't eat well because I slept like crap. It's kind of like a chicken and, and the, the egg bullshit. And, and I can't believe this is actually like there's scientists doing this stuff. There's, 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 there's money being given around and, and research at Columbia University. And it's at a medical center and there's, there's 500 people. And they're like, oh, my God, these people, they slept like crap and they ate like crap, I guess. I guess they're eating like crap because they're sleeping like crap. Well, well, no. No, I'm sure there's a lot of other fucking things going on in their lives why they're eating and sleeping like crap. I don't know how they have the gall to just put these things together and say, we have a study. Okay, how about this study right here? here give me some money. I'm a fucking scientist. A uh, study shows that uh, men ejaculate the more they touch their, their penises. So if... Uh, I mean, uh, men that ejaculate more, uh, they ejaculate because um, uh, th their penises are being touched too much or something. So if you want to stop the eject... Uh, I'm, I'm working on the analogy here. I'm not great with analogies, okay? I never said this is Zindu's analogy hour. 
But look, if you if there's two things that could be influenced, okay, uh, ejaculation and touching yourself is probably a one to one thing. This actually that would actually be a really good study. Uh, let's see, ejaculation and uh, uh, rolling poorly in your D and D game. Okay, it, it turns out that that men that roll poorly in their D and D game ejaculate more. So if you want to roll better. In D and D, you gotta stop fucking jerking off. I guess that I could be a, I could make a fucking study thing out of this. Then they then they go into a whole thing about how how you're supposed to sleep and like oh the the sleep it's like you know how to get better sleep. There's a whole thing at the bottom of this article about how to get better sleep, and it says you know fucking you know you gotta it doesn't fucking tell you anything. It's a garbage article, and there's people making money, and and I'm here fucking eating peanuts. I have a rat's asshole for. It. I love. I love working for the Dark Sewer News Network. This is Zindu. I love Nick the Rat. I think that he's a a great guy, and I hope he doesn't fire me tonight. Anyway, this is Zindu. I'll be back later with more news that affects me and affects you. <laughs> I don't really know how that news affected me. It's kind of weird. I kind of blacked out while he was even. While he was talking, uh, well, welcome back, welcome back, Nick the Rat, we're having a good time, hit rewind, hi, so we're back to Nick the Rat, that was just Zindu giving you the news, I have to uh, thank people, I think we're at the thanking phase of the show. Let me just check really. Sometimes you have to do math. Yeah, I should thank people. Uh, let's see who has graciously donated to the show. I don't do, I, I guess I do Twitch says yays on whatever. But the the main source of donations is probably through PayPal. If you go to nicktherat.com, you could click donate. And uh, you could subscribe for $4.20 a month. Or you could uh, just send me any amount at all. I take fifty cents. I've take. Uh, I'll take pesos. Uh, pretty much anything. Let's uh, let's see what has been donated recently. I guess I should search for that there. I am pretty drunk right now, so it's hard to read. Let's see. The last show I did was on the ninth. That was last week. Last week was the twelfth. So it's uh, before the twelfth. That was the. That one I already. Okay, that was a... Uh... I'm going to read the note. If you send a note attached to it, I'll read it. And otherwise, I'm just going to say the amount. I might fabricate the number a little bit. You'll be able to tell when it's really real or really, really real. And I'll say your initials unless you put your name in the note first. I think I'm going to learn my lesson tonight. Let's see what we do here. Uh, we got a 400 and Twizzy from... See, see the customer name. I, I wish I could talk about. You know, what? I'll talk about something after we come back. Thank you. Uh, we have a four hundred and two thousand million dollar from LB. Thank you. We have a four hundred. And twenty trillion from a JA. That's a little bit better than the the other donation, but thank you. Uh, we have PayPal taxing me a third of my money for the government, so they could 
buy a couch. We have another. Wait, we. What's a trillion trillion? Because somebody just gave me 420 of those. OB. You. Oh. Okay. So those are the donations tonight. For this uh, episode, I guess, or something. But uh, and trillions of dollars works. But when you deal with scientists, they want uh, more factual stuff. So we have to run advertisements down the sewer to make up for the lack of Do I really have to run the ads? There's, They kicked me out. Okay, yeah, I see him. He's got the sniper rifle. Fine, I'll fucking play the ad here. Okay, run the ad. Look outside your window. Looks nice, don't it? Well, guess what? Soon it'll be raining fire and shit and lightning. The end is coming. How do I know? Because I have eyes and a brain. I know when the shit's hitting the fan. I used to be worried about the end coming as well. But then my teacher, James Bond, showed me the light. And under the light was a book. And that book was Bible Spells. I no longer have a fear in me. I can take on whatever the devil throws at me now. I'll give you a free one. It goes like this. I am polymer of organic compound isoprene, and you are an adhesive. Whatever evil you try to put on me is repelled and will affect you. See how easy that was? You can buy an entire book of Bible spells from the Dark Sewer Network today for only $69.99. Give us a call now at 917-719-5923. Get your Bible spells today. sewer in the shit shovel your way out of the shit with this shovel this is your shiny sewer shovel two pipes thick guaranteed shovel your way out of the shit and into the truth. Dig yourself out of the shit. $69.99. That's right. $69.99 plus shipping. Except no substitutes. Get yours now. I could, I don't know, after all those fucking commercials, I could listen to uh, music right now, about now. Thank God for uh, music, especially, 
music really is a a a, a universal language between uh, people. <laughs> language itself is is pretty. There's like there's like different languages, a and ways to communicate and and sometimes you just don't know what people are saying and sometimes you just, and that could cause a lot of issues but usually music is uh, uh it's universal it's kind of like a weird mind warp by uh we got warped by a hydrant Inspired once in a while, it's very funny. And when Nick is firing on all cylinders, he's he's really he's pretty hard to beat. I mean, we're kind of grooming him to take over the show, aren't we? <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I can actually. <laughs> he does his show up. Man. <laughs> Thank you. 
Whoa, is this Nick the Rat Radio? Wow. Hey, everybody. Whoa, we're back to... Real- well, welcome back to reality. We still have a lot of show to go. It's only 12.30 at night. In... Uh... Above the sewers. I'm not in the sewers tonight, everybody. I got kicked out by the scientist. I couldn't afford the rent, but uh, it looks like uh, I've gotten enough donations. I- I'm probably be- I'm probably gonna be able to get back into the sewers later. Th- there. Uh... This advertisement is brought to you by. I mean, this segment. Uh... Really, they want me to say this. I have to say that? Okay. The dark sewer scientists are my gods. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't exist. I mean nothing without them. They are my gods. They are the dark sewer scientists. They are the most... I'm not going to say that. I'm not... They are the most adorable gods that ever existed. Your God is inferior to them. They are adorable. What are they, hamsters? You're going to get me kicked out? They're, they experiment on hamsters, but they're... Uh... uh now, after I said that, I could probably say whatever I want. No, they they are they're actually you know Bob, he's pretty he's pretty cute. I would uh, I think he is a hamster. <laughs> we we're, we're talking about uh, uh, intuition tonight on Nick the Rat Radio, and if you had good intuition, you'd probably have uh, tuned out by now, but you didn't. So your intuition is bad. You probably need to go to an intuition doctor. Now I've heard that you could get intuition rubbed into you using special salts and oils. It's true. It's true. First, they magnetize the salt by using its, its combination of, of rare Earth magnets and and robots. But the combination is out of this world. And it will... Uh, you can rub it all over your skin. It's, it's kind of... Uh, what is that called? Exfoliate. It exfoliates. The salt doesn't totally uh, dissolve because... The ions... It's... You, we, it's, it's, uh, it's ionized... Ionized salt... Slightly radioactive, and you 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 don't want to the the oil that we use in the sewer. You don't want to know about, but uh, uh, you could buy a bottle tonight and for sixty nine ninety nine dark sewer salted olive oil. We only have three bottles left. I have where. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. I should open up the phone lines. I had it off this whole time, but now the phone lines back open. You could call in, in, in or leave a, a voicemail. Aji, thank you. Everything is Rodrigo Lighthouse paid. 
I don't write to you. Yes. I smile at you. No, anyone to tell Chavo and Paco well, so he won't work or not, dude. So if you say there's nothing, okay, well, okay, yes, you're fine. Well, now look at me, cell phones. So how many accounts does Bushi Bantan have? Does anybody know? Is Bushi eight thousand? Is, is Bushi Bantan a, a farm bot himself? Is he real? Uh, actually, Bushi Bantan has eight thousand six hundred and thirty-two accounts, and yes, he is real. He's got a lot I of promise accounts. I've talked with him. I, I'm, I was looking at my uh, Discord channel. I uh, I use di- there's a Discord channel. I usually don't discuss too much of the technology on the show, but I think the Discord channel's got. I think half of the people on it is Bushi, uh, Bushi Banta. <laughs> is, is, that, is that how you say his name, Bushi Banta? <laughs> what does that even does um, it mean? Something. <laughs> Well, it means something to him, or else he wouldn't have picked it. However, he that when he first when when I first met him, the first time I've ever seen that name, and yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Bushi, if you're listening, what does your name mean, please? Bushi Banta. Well, I guess we can look up Bushi. Let's see, Bushi. What is? Uh, it's Japanese folk music. <laughs> Or a wrestler. There's a, I, I wasn't laughing at the Japanese folk music. I just binged Bushi. <laughs> and next to the Japanese folk music was Tetsuya Bushi, who's a Japanese professional wrestler. And he's like, he's ready to like fuck shit up. And I'm reading, I'm, I'm reading it's Japanese folk music. And then I'm looking at Tetsuya, Tetsuya Bushi. And uh, it's, We're um, talking. You're, talking about intuition. Your guess right? is as good as mine. I got uh, my intuition. I got good. In, I got good into my intuition. Can you rate intuition? Is there a intuition rating app? Good question. Let me check. Do you know what makes me sick? Apps. Apps make me sick. Why is that? Are there are apps open source? Are there any open source apps? How many apps are open source? Well, I don't have the answer to that. However, there is an IQ intuition on the apps. And intuition trainer apps. I think there's less open source apps than there are open source software on Windows or Linux, but maybe maybe Mac. I I just think fucking apps are spy devices. They're they're building intuition for the AI. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck it. I was gonna talk about what what made me talk about intuition. Uh, 
I think John Carmack was talking to somebody, Elon Musk, about AI or something. I should find this tweet. You know what? I'm going to play some some Zindu. This is Zindu here, and um, I have uh, been seeing this article pop up a lot, lady. Uh, lady, <laughs> oh boy, maybe it's just the alcohol that's making me mad. Okay, uh, this is another anti-science article. I guess it's science. I don't really fucking know where you would put this one, but uh, this is on the Guardian. I've seen it on other uh, things as well. I think I've seen it on at least four or five websites. It's all about why the hunt for alien life is pointless. What? You know what? They got a point with this. Why do they have a point with this? Because by the time, you know, okay, look, we're using Earth technology. It takes a light year to go nowhere to get maybe something that won't even be able to communicate back with you. And by the time they do, it's going to be way in the future and it won't even matter. So how about you guys just slow your roll and wait till you have something that can actually communicate with aliens like subspace signaling. Maybe I'll give that to you one day, but I'm not going to do it yet. I could probably make a lot of money off of that. What, what, what the fuck am I doing here? Subspace? I could be selling my subspace system on my spaceship that crashed in a little while ago. Okay, look. Also. Oh, my God. If, if you're like, oh, well, you know, whatever. You might not find aliens, but we might find a meteor that's going to hit the Earth. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter because you're not going to be able to stop that meteor oh from God, hitting the Earth anyway because you don't have the technology for it. So how about you let technology push the boundary and not try to push the boundary before you have the technology. It, it just, it's, I see, I know he has to go hand in hand. Sometimes you don't get the tech if you're not trying to do the thing. But if you're doing the thing and it's just wasting time and money, then it doesn't matter anyway. The tech is going to change that thing. It's not going to be that thing that's going to change the tech. If somebody's fucking making tech, then they're going to fucking do that. And you go, okay, okay, look, look. The hunt for alien life is fucking pointless. If what? you want to shoot some radars into the space to gather data and do some science and shit, fine. Be my guest. But if, if you're actually looking for aliens, you're looking in the wrong place, buddy. You might want to actually do, uh, you close your eyes and do some meditation. There's actually a little uh, crystal inside your head. Oh, wait, I shouldn't really tell you about that. A what? Now a crystal? To the subspace channels. Uh, this is Indu. I'll be back later with more news. Uh, somebody delete this. Where's the delete button? Fuck. I see him. Bushi is in the chat. Bushi enters the fight. <laughs> Hi, Bushi. Uh, how many? Uh, are you real? Are you a person? Are you a, uh, an AI? Are you an entity? Oh my god. Maybe Bushi is intuition. Incarnate, incarnate, uh, in, in something, in real. No, that was right. Sweet. Uh, hold on one second. I, I'm so confused right now. I forget what I was looking for, but I know what I was looking for, but I don't know where I put it, and I'm trying to find it. 
And I think it's because I'm seeing a release date for Mountain Blade 2, Bannerlord. Holy shit. Early access for wait, 310320. Is that 3 January, February, March 31st? Early access for Mountain Blade 2? <gasps> Mountain. Let's listen to a voicemail. Diamond seven seven nine five nine two three. Message. This previous message has been brought to you by Cat. Cat for all your furry needs. Have a nice day. Cat. Oh, wait, I'm looking in the wrong place. Oh, gee, there's... The internet is so distracting. I guess just information is just distracting. It's, uh... I'm totally just looking at the internet now. I'm looking at uh, Michael Bloomberg doing Under the Sea. Why am I... What am I looking at here? Okay, uh, I'm very confused right now. So are we. Did you ever notice, like, the first choice is the best choice? I don't know if that's, uh, if that happens with people, but it happens with me usually. It's like, uh, the first, the first thing that pops to mind is usually the... That could also be the worst choice, too. No, actually, I know what you're talking about. And half the time for me, it's valid. And the first choice is the right choice. But then I start second-guessing myself. And that's what screws everything over. This is true. But I've definitely sent out uh, or said or reacted or... Uh, replied too soon. I definitely uh, sometimes it it is it is good to not reply too quickly unless you trust yourself completely. But if you trust yourself enough, you could uh, work something in in a uh, uh, expedient expedient amount of time. Yes. Wow, I'm drunk. This is uh, some good uh, Coors banquet here. I'll stick with my drink. Yeah. Are you drinking that nut juice still? Oh, no. I gave up on the nut juice. I swapped over to a pineapple upside-down cake. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You take a little bit of lime juice, plus in a bunch of pineapple juice, and then add enough brown sugar bourbon to flavor or to your taste. That does sound good. Ah. Uh... It's pineapples, just like your shirt. Oh man. Okay. Well, I gotta listen. I gotta listen to some somebody uh, talk for a little bit. If you want to give a call while this is on, you could. I will keep the phone lines open. 
I'm going to uh, play a audio clip and a video clip too. I'm going to try to do this. This is a uh, a first on uh, tonight. I don't know. It's gonna be a long episode. I think might be. I should look at the time in a little bit. But either way, here we go. We're gonna listen to a little clip here. It's a. I haven't listened to it before. We're playing it on the cuff. It's Terrence McKinnon talking about Carl Jung. Young, Jung, Young. I think Carl, uh, Mr. Young, had a lot to say about intuition. But I wasn't kidding about what an honor I think it is to address the Jung Society. At one point in my life, my greatest desire was to become a Jungian analyst. And I had the good fortune of coming upon Jung very young. I was about 15 when a very precocious friend of mine brought uh, Psychology and Alchemy in the Carrie F. Baines translation. I think it had just been brought out. And we were stunned, and we read it from cover to cover, and then went on to Mysterium Cinjunctiones, Ion, the studies in the phenomenology of the self. I said to someone yesterday, we read all the books of Jung that the Jungians never read. Uh, They seem to stop up there toward the front of the line with the archetypes of the collective unconscious and the personality type. But to my mind, it was the late stuff that was fascinating. And I am slightly puzzled, and we were talking about it last night, at the distance between the Jungian community and the psychedelic community because they seem to me, the unschooled observer, to be uh, definitely sharing the same concerns and strangely enough they share much of the same history and geography. Basel was of course Jung's hometown, it was Albert Hoffman's hometown. Did one half of town know what the other half was doing? I'm not sure. Um, The the relationship of Jung to the unconscious, uh, to the collective unconscious as its discoverer has been always somewhat puzzling to me because, of course, if you know the history of 20th century art, you know that Dada which was the great prefigurative movement for surrealism, rose in Zurich. So, you know, we've got LSD, the uh, schools of modern art that laid great stress on the irrational, and the great schools of psychology that extended the boundaries of the unconscious, all rattling around in these little Swiss towns. And... uh, uh, it's interesting to imagine conversations or... I think they gave out uh, LSD at the place he's given this talk to. I have no idea what he said so far. Maybe I'm just a little too drunk to be keeping up with him, but but let's try playback speed too. Meetings that might have taken place uh, when people slightly left their ordinary habits and wandered into bars they didn't know and <laughs> drank with people they never met before. Uh, because Jung provided maps 
of the unconscious. And at 16, when we were beginning to experiment with this, and, and let me stress, this was before the great social waves of LSD taking of the 1960, just preceding that, from about 1963 uh, to 65, we were frantic for maps of the unconscious. And Freud was useless. I mean, the notion that the contents of the psychedelic experience could be reduced to what Freud called day residues and repressed sexual design stuff like didn't wash. Within 10 minutes, you could tell that was not a serviceable metaphor. <laughs> Jung, on the other hand, offered a vast uh, pantheon of uh, gods and archetypes and psychic complexes forgotten or abandoned. I mean, I thought of Jung basically as a no what I call a noetic archaeologist, someone who goes with toothbrush and nutpick to dig away the detritus from the bones of vanished idea systems. And if any of you have ever read the complete the works of Jung in the, in the Bollinger set, you know that the richness of it is all in the footnotes. I mean, here was a man who raised the footnote to a high art and who was aware of a literature that nobody else to my mind seemed to know about that Jung's references reach a thousand years deep into the past with great uh, uh, density of reference. I mean, this is where I learned about Macrobius and Docetheus and Dionysius, the Pseudo-Areopagite, and all those folks that you just never hear about. It was uh, my introduction to the, under, to the underbelly of Western uh, civilization uh, was through Jung. Well, uh, to my mind, and now I'll theme this in to today's theme. Uh, I think Maria mentioned that uh, Jung did not say, have a lot to say about shamanism. He came to it late in his life, and he had already worked through the massive, the exegesis of the symbol systems of the European mind. And so... What? I got a lot of LSD out of that, or maybe a want or need of LSD. Look, I love Terrence McLennan, McKinnon, but what? What he just? Is that like the male version of a resting bitch face? <laughs> no, man, I would have loved to hung out with him and let him just talk to me about this shit and interact with him, but. No, How did he just go from young to, the... to fucking whatever? Like this sentence right here, like... have a lot to say about shamanism. He came to it late in his life, and he had already worked through the mass... Why would he talk about shamanism? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't know much about young, maybe young, young, uh, but uh, anyway. If you want to listen to that, it's uh, Terrence McKenna. Love, love listening to everything he has to say. He's, he's fun to listen to. But, uh, this is, this, whoa, hi, we're back. It's nice to go camping, hanging out under the, uh, the stars. Couple of uh, stars of it. Let's listen to a song right now. Let's uh, we're gonna listen to a song of storms. You know, nothing is quite as relaxing as a storm. I love it when it's uh, porous out. 
Makes you moist. Uh, disgusting Rojo. Song of Storms. Niner one seven seven one nine or five nine or two three. Now that's a phone number that works for me. Thank you, Nick the Rat. I love you, bud. Have a good night. Bye. In the sewer. Good morning, Nicholas. It's your cousin Joe. I miss you. I got some business in Brooklyn. Wink, wink. Brooklyn business. Anyway, you remember that uh, oven mitt your mother had that's made of silicone? Well, yeah. And we used to jerk each other off with it because no touchy, no homo. Well, I was using one Saturdays because I miss you and got me to thinking, what if I wipe my ass with this and wash it off and put it back on the counter? 
like we used to do to your mother. And no one the wiser. I want to use your sewer network marketing to advertise a multi-use mirror mitt. We'll be rich, Nick, Nicholas. I love you, cousin. I really need to start screening my voicemails. That was disturbing. Now I know why people say they have weird dream, weird dream. I am like anti ASMR. You don't want to listen to me to relax. You want to listen to me to have a, a free trip. I think I don't know what's going on. Maybe he was on uh, acid or something. Possibly. We have a lot more show to go, everybody. Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. It is currently one in the morning, so now it is midnight in the sewer in the uh, Central America. Uh, who's who's an hour away from East Coast? East is uh, Ohio. Uh, Ohio, welcome to Midnight in the Sewer. If you're tuned in to Nick the Rat Radio right now, it's midnight in your sewers, just like it is over here. Actually, it's no longer midnight over here. It is currently 1 o'clock in the sewer. But we're not going to stop yet because my intuition is telling me that we must continue. Is intuition kind of like the thing that makes you get that uh, murder the person for the Klondike bar? Oh, no, no, no. That's just the classic question of what would you do for a Klondike bar? Yeah, but uh, what would you do? Does intuition help you plan your attack to stick your knife into the person's jugular to loosen his grip on the Klondike bar? I would think that would be more along the lines of premeditated murder. Oh, uh, uh, judge, it was just intuition. <laughs> like evolution. And all that was meant to happen. This, this is very... I oh, Judge, sorry, don't mind me. I was just, I had this thought, and my thought was, if I didn't kill him, he was going to kill me and take my Klondike bar. You know, it was just a feeling I had. Oh, oh, for a Klondike bar. Man. It's, it's, so, you, you could, you could, you could, so, yeah. Question. Would intuition be able to tell you how many licks it takes to get to the titty roll center of a titty roll titty pop? Intuition might make you take the next lick. Because intuition is, is a uh, known known outcome, but the uh, the more you go for it, the more probability is that you're going to get it. So I'm sure you could work on your intuition by taking chances. This is 
Don't listen to this show. Don't do not start taking chances because you want to start to build your intuition up. But it might work. Six of one, half dozen of the other. It's always a possibility. Do you like to listen to a voicemail or a Zindu? Um, can we have Zindu first and then a voicemail? Oh, man, I think we do that. Oh, thank you. All right, let's chat this so, Let's go. Do it. Let's go, Zindu. Where's the button? I can't find it. We already did four. We're up to five. Did we do four? Oh, f- man, this would have been this would have been a perfect, perfect segue. But I fucked it up because, and I think we heard this one. If it's not, I'll switch it quick. I think I, I think I'll remember. Hey everybody, this is Zindu here, and uh, I have a. Uh... Been seeing this article pop up a lot, lady. Uh, lady. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe it's just the alcohol that's making me mad. Okay. This is another anti-science article. We heard this one. We heard this. I think so. Yeah. All right. So dump that. I got to keep like a, a – I got to keep uh, like a checklist. Like we heard Zindu 1, 2, 3. Zindu four five. He labels them fine. I'm just I'm just fucking drunk. Uh, here. Keep on trucking. Everybody, Zindu. Uh, I, I thought I'd lighten it up a little bit here. Hold uh, on, I gotta pause wait. that. <laughs> that sounded almost exactly the same as the last intro. But then he spazzed it. What, Zindu, what's wrong with you? Okay, I'll shut up now. I, I never interrupted Zindu before. This is horrible. I can't. He's going to fucking kill me. Everybody, Zindu. I, I thought I'd lighten it up a little bit here. Uh, let's go do a uh, article over here. Where is this? Where is this fucking website? Know where I'm getting this news from. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. Uh, what the hell's going on? What's going on with the newsreader? The newsreader's broken. Could you click kick it? This is fucking. This, I can't work here. This is from Yahoo Lifestyles. Oh boy, maybe that's why it was broken. Uh, Burger King customer hospitalized after eating chicken fries. What? And now she's complaining that they're not taking it seriously. All right, well, let's look at this here article. Let's dig into it a little bit. In October 2019, this Pennsylvanian woman went to Burger King. She ordered chicken fries. She sat down. She ate the chicken fries. She ate them. Uh, But when she bit into one of them, she felt pain and was immediately bleeding from her mouth. But, you know, that didn't stop her. She just kept fucking eating I don't understand. This article makes no sense to me, and this is probably why nobody's taking it seriously, lady. If you bite into something, hell, I bite into something, and I feel a different texture in my mouth. I spit that shit out, and I fucking, like, shit all over the walls at the restaurant and complain. Uh, so then she left the restaurant after she she finished her d- delicious chicken fries, and she was bleeding from her mouth. And then uh, 
Then she went to the hospital and they pulled out uh pulled out of her. I don't know I don't even know how they fucking pulled out of her, but it was a thirty thousand dollars in medical bills. They pulled out like it looked like a fucking exacto blades or some type of uh what the pen knife utility blade was broken up in, in uh what inside the of her. They said fuck? that the, the lab I don't know how the fucking lab did it, but they determined that the metal fragments were not cooked along with the raw chicken. What? Uh, the only thing I really learned from this, other than the fact that I don't know what the fuck happened, was that uh, Tyson Tyson makes the the chicken for a Burger King because Tyson's like, nah, man, our shit's fucking squeaky clean, didn't come from us, and Burger King's just like, eh. might have been a worker at Burger King, maybe one of the workers at Burger King that was getting the fucking chicken fries out of the fucking plastic garbage bag, used a fucking pen, a utility knife, and broke a piece off. But still, this lady, she took a bite, started bleeding. Felt pain and just kept fucking eating them. Just, she had to fucking have them. She just had to eat these shits. And then she, apparently she didn't spit it out or anything. Oh. Oh, God. I'm puking in my mouth right now just thinking about what this. Uh, okay. Either way, this is Sindhu uh, telling you before you stick shit in your mouth to inspect it a little bit. And if you fucking taste something with your tongue, spit it back out. Even if even if they do claim to be a loved one. Uh, this is Sindhu. We'll be back later with more Sindhu news. I mean, uh, Dark Sewer News Network News on uh, Nick the Rat Radio. Yay! <laughs> Barf. That's pretty gross. Yo, Dame, Dame B, if, if you yeah. ever, would you keep eating the fucking, fucking razor blade chicken fries? Jesus, wow. I don't... Okay, me personally? Hell no. I have a lot more sanity than that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be sitting there eating something that's going to be ripping up the inside of your mouth, A, are you a masochist? B, are you a masochist? Or C, do you just want to sue someone for the fuck of it? I mean, really, what the heck? I understand you completely break breaker. I'm just saying that was a load of shit. Well, that's loud. Oh, what? I'm not going to be weird now? I don't know what's going on. There's something going on with the, uh, the, the reality is breaking. It's falling apart right now. I got to fix it somehow. I think I'm good. Uh, we're, we, we might we might be able to survive. Okay, cool. No. Okay, long story short, as far as the person... Eating the chicken fries? Yeah. No. Yeah. Hell no. Screw you. You're just... The fuck's wrong with you? I mean, the fuck tartarness. <sighs> like Corcus just said, just say fuck that shit. Stick your hands up in the air, put your middle fingers flying, and nope the way out of that situation. Do you ever like wonder if uh, words are like constellations, and they don't mean anything? Just like the Big Dipper doesn't mean anything, but it does. Uh, like apple is spelt out a p p l e, uh, but it's different points in space that make each letter, and each letter that you have as in points in space creates words and sounds. And all that stuff. 
So, like, hey, aren't words kind of just like constellations? So, if you're going to call... Okay, that just broke my brain a little bit, because my first thought was, if that's true, what do you call the spaces between the letters? I mean, is that going to be, like, deep space? Is, I mean, could part of it be a black hole? I mean, how is that going to work? Instead of dark matter, it's kind of like it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we're talking about intuition tonight on Nick the Rat Radio, everybody. I hope you're having a good time. That's the point of the show is to have a good time because life is pretty deep. A lot deeper than this show could ever be. It's uh, you, you, you. Once you start digging into real life. You're going to need a golden shovel to get out of that shit. But uh, it's it's good to have a, an, a place to escape sometimes and interact with. So you could give me a call at 917-719-5923. Or give me an email at nickandnicktherat.com. I think it's all scrolling above me. Or if you're listening to the radio station, you probably have it on your screen somewhere. Ogstory.net I mean, it, uh, uh, I think it's a conspiracy, uh, mainly because, you know, when you think about it, porous, it rhymes with Horus. Holy and shit. As we all know, that is the Greek uh, or Egyptian god of, of, of janitorial services. <laughs> it's conspiracy. It's plain and simple. You must be, I, I think you, you, are you work, you're working for the government. He's working for the government. We got some gas blasts. Give me a dream. Do 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 do. It's the best one that you've ever seen, Mister Gas Blast. Uh, it's pronounced so cretes, cretes, cret, so cret, so cretes. Socrates. Socrates. Now, the way they uh, spelt it, sp- wrote it, typed it, constellated it, uh, because our faces, okay, check it out. If, if, uh, if words are constellations of letters that create words that make sentences and stuff, and a lot of that could be explained, as the Italians know, through hands. Our hands, like, representative of stars. We are star people. Our constellations, hand gestures. And also facial expressions. Uh, we are... Uh, it's weird that it always goes back down to the stars.
And you're reminding me of a song that I sang back in grade school that I'm now having to dig up because it was all about stars. Was it by Moby? (laughs) (laughs) No, not quite. Oh, wait, I know what it was. Not, but we're going to listen to it right now. It's uh, Burning Down the House by Q-Dup Remix, free download, Q-Dup. All this music's on SoundCloud. It's all CC by 3.0. Tune into Note Agenda. Tune into Nick the Rat. Tune into Hog Story. Tune into Grumpy Old Benz. Tune into Darren O. What's Darren O's thing called? It's, he's on the Grumpy Bands, but he's also on just like Darren O's. And then there's the Larry Show, and there's so many different shows, and and the Rhino the Bearded. Uh, it's, oh God, man! Uh, 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 uh. Horowitz? 
Yeah, you know, you're getting used a lot on the uh, Nick the Rat show. I am? Yeah. Wait, like clips? Yeah. Oh, I haven't listened in a while. Nick the Rat is great. Oh, I know. The show's fantastic in the show. No, that's what you're saying on the show. Oh. <laughs> well, let's help him out there. Hold on a second. Let's see if we can uh, make it work for Nick. All right, we'll get one jingle, then we can move on. Nick the Rat is great in the sewer. <laughs> now you can use that. Oh, man. Adam actually, uh, whoa. Hello? That would be Ducky. Do you hear me? <laughs> yes, I hear you, Ducky. Yeah, my volume. You're, you sound incredible. You sound, uh, ooh. Adam, Adam, Adam called into the show one time, and he had his um, the devil voice on. But he only call, I, he called in actually twice. He called, well one show twice. I I forget which episode it was. I should I wish I remembered what episode it was. I I remember that. I remember at least one of those. Yeah. It was funny too because he called in and he got he got like uh the on hold and then I heard the voicemail and I was like oh my god. Adam Curry just went to the voicemail. No, was like, please, I, I, I think I actually sent him a text message saying, "Please call back in right now. I'll let you get right through." And then, uh, but he did the whole uh, like the devil thing. It was, uh, but yeah, he called in once. I don't think John ever listened. It's fine, John. I've only listened to every podcast you ever did for the past. Ten years or so, but that's just that's not because of you though. It's because you you make great podcasting content. It's also and uh, yeah. Not gonna argue with that. Very much correct. He makes incredible podcasts. He's just he's just super interesting. You never know what he's gonna say next. It's like walking into a man cave and not knowing what's going to come out of Rye's mouth next. Do you know his favorite baseball team? Oh, yeah. I know all of that. Oh, you want me to tell you? Okay, baseball, you're looking at Seattle Mariners. Football, you're looking at Seattle Mariners. Uh, Hockey, you're looking at Seattle Mariners. And Super Bowl, you looked at the Seattle Mariners. Wow, I didn't. Whoa, I did not know he was that much of a fan of the Seattle Mariners. I didn't know they played all the sports. Uh, they have to have something to do in their free time. I mean, what do you expect them to just be a simple baseball team? Oh no, they branched out. They went everywhere. It's like something took a hold of them, and their intuition told them, "Yes, we can do this." Are we, are we talking about intuition? Well, that's about sports, right? Does do you, okay? Does does um, your local sports team break intuition, like uh, the need to root for your home team? Because like uh-huh. people usually uh, will say, "Oh, you know, I'm in uh, New York, so go New Jersey Devils as my favorite hockey team." That's what they do, right? If you're if you live in New York, you root for the Devils. Yeah. For, you paint your face, shit, get out there. 
Yeah. So, so the thing is, does your location influence your uh, telepathy? No, it's not telepathy. What were we talking about? Intuition. Intuition. Because you might be like, you might more be more inclined to intuit your team is going to win because of a certain location you live in. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't think that how, like if you thought to yourself one day, all right, team's going to win. They're going to win today. That's, that's it. It's silly. There's a lot of things in life that I just find to be very silly. Like uh, the plastic uh, bag uh, ban that's coming to New York. We in we incorporated it into our laws last year, but nothing happened. And apparently March 1st, it's going to become real. We're only going to be able to have paper bags. So we could kill trees or do recycling, which probably involves a lot of chemicals and trucks traveling to and fro. Okay. I'd hate to make my show into a public service announcement. <laughs> but can but can I for a second? I have, oh, please, it's your show. Of course. There should be more community involved in in life. There should be a your tax dollar should go to not your your government as a nationalized thing. It should go to your state, but not as a state as in it should go to like in your to your zip code. Your your tax money should go to your zip code. Maybe even a little bit smaller than that. No, zip code is small enough, I guess. That's uh, it. Throw proportions off though. And the people in charge would probably have to kill a lot of people for this to become true. I don't know how you can make it work. I don't know anything. But uh, um, what are we talking about here? We're talking about uh, uh, intuition. Intuition. No, wait, no, I went off topic. Plastic bags. They're going to start giving out paper bags. And you can't carry groceries in paper bags. Unless it's their th- yes, you can. Unless Come they're on, thick Dylan. paper, I don't know how they're Get making the this paper. Get out of here! Okay, yeah, of well, course you can. Th- but the paper bags, where's the paper come from? Trees? So we're cutting down trees instead of pumping oil. Wait. What? What's well, we worse? We can recycle paper. We can't recycle plastic. Recycling oh, involves lies. chemicals. There's one other mm. thing. You can just hop on Amazon and buy reusable bags like we had to because our state just went through that crap. Oh, yeah, that's that's the future. Yeah, we're all going to be using, like, bags made out of hemp. Hemp we're just bags. Uh, the whole time. Yeah, I've... with Nick the Rat logos on the side. Okay, I, I don't dis- I don't disagree with you that it's it's a a bad thing. I, I But I do think that we're, we're uh, ignoring the subject. The, the, the community should be building their own trees to make their own paper, to make their own y- yogurt and their own meat and their own chickens and their own cows and their own yes, neighborhood. It's up to every individual township in this great uh, United States to uh, provide their own cheese and, and have a community like yeah, tortillas. If, 
if you are getting the, the meat from the cow, you should see the slaughter where it's happening. Or if you're seeing the corn you're going to put into your butt and set on vibrate, you should see where the lithium comes from. Uh. Actually, you see, now that leads me to ask, if you're going to be using lithium with a unchewed corn cob, isn't that a health violation? Well, you know, it depends on where you are. Uh, yeah, it would be. That's, yeah, in Iowa, that, that, that flies. Bring your own thor, thorine? What is it? T? What is it? Lithium. Bring your own tampon. Bring your own tampon. Yeah, toxic corn. Toxic. Oh, uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, well, we're talking about. <laughs> we're having a great, great time tonight talking about Thorazine. Thank you, Tunnel Rat. <laughs> Tunnel Rat is. Ins- <laughs> it's anonymous. Okay. Do you mind if I say that? That's fine. You already said it. It's too late. It's um, in imprinted onto. Alrighty. Something. Anonymous. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Don't ask why. I have no freaking idea, Nick. You know, the stars went away. It's getting cloudy over here. I feel like I'm in Silent Hill right now. Yeah, but it's so beautiful outside. I wish I had outside as an easy access. Oh, I do. I'm going to go outside and look at the stars. I can't do that. When we were kids, we would go out to the backyard and just lay back and look up and just wonder why. What is it? What's out there? You know, why is it so black at times? Why is it so pretty in little dots? Did you ever see a a UFO? I once saw, I saw what could have been a UFO. I mean, there's nothing in the papers about it, but it was just like a a bright light and it just moved around like a little bit and then it just disappeared. Oh, and Tunnel Rat says it's hard to understand me because of a modulation. Am I being modulated? Not on this stream. What are you talking about? Not here. I don't know what's Not going now. on. Okay, we're yeah, gonna listen. Okay. Okay, we got we got more show to go here. Okay, look, look yes. I got I got more things to talk about here. I got a lot of topics. We're talking about my my uh not my oh, Is there really a subconscious? Yes. So, you think that there's a a subconscious? So, do you think there's? Well, how could you prove it? Can you prove there's a subconscious? Yes, I think I can. There's not only a sub- subconscious; there's a collective subconscious. And I can prove it because if I if I start thinking to myself, "Oh man, I really want a grilled chicken sandwich." I want a grilled chicken sandwich. Exactly. Now, now you're out there looking for a grilled chicken sandwich. So is everybody else. But you're just because you're all part of the collective subconscious. You're just you're just putting a path in front of my face. You're showing me a path. I don't have to take the path. But no, no, it, it, this is what it's a shared. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. I feel like eating a good. It's a shared, not subconscious. It's a shared con- 
Because I'm aware of it. A sub would be I'm not aware of it, but I'm aware of the sharing of the idea. You know, it kind of makes sense. Have you ever been in a room with other people and you've thought about something so much, you haven't said anything, but you've just been thinking about it, and all of a sudden, somebody else pops up and says, you know, I want this, and it's exactly what you were thinking about? Yes. Yep. You could uh, you could make things happen. Well, there's also co- coincidences. Are coincidences your? No, no, no. They're called synchronicities. Synchronis- synchrona- synchronoid. Synchronicities. Yeah. Serendipity. Serendipitous. Chat room says yes. Oh, let's let me just check the amount of people in the chat room right now in the sewer chat. Wow, three trillion people. That's a little too much, right? There's nobody's gonna believe that shit. They might be really stupid in the future, though. That's not giving me hope for the future. How far, how far ahead does does it have to be to be the future? One second, not even a split second. <laughs> Anything that is not now but is to come. Serendipity, dude. You lavish. Cheers to you, mate. Uh, uh we we got a little bit more uh, show to go. Uh, we got a um, voicemail. Do I have the voice? Open the yeah, you can call. Nobody wants to talk to me, it's fine. No, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Well, you're talking about uh intuition, but have you ever thought about extuition? Where uh, you know, my wife and or, you know, ladies in your life telling you what you gotta do, you gotta go to the doctor, and you do these things, you gotta do that. You know, everybody's always talking about intuition, but uh, extuition apparently is a thing. And well, I'm prime bacon, so I don't care. Well, there's in, there's X, and then there's the in between between of those two. So there's a between tuition, but but betwition. There's a betwition. There's the now. There. I believe in the is. I think um, uh, that pothead uh, Bruce Lee was very on on point with the is is is. is. I think is is very is, is. It just is. We, we maybe I should, we should let's put let's play some music. You want to hear a song? Yeah. It's it's gonna be a little lo-fi though. But so's everything now. Cousin Rex, lo-fi synth song that's not good, but I spent a long time on it. Bass guitar solo. Enjoy. 
enjoy. Still live? Or are we like after show here? Oh no, we're live. Oh. Tommy! 
Tommy, what's the last thing? Have you been creating anything recently? Everybody, create stuff. As much as possible, create. Create. Etc. Etc. Um, Tommy Nomin Tommy Non it's it's hard to say your name. Tommy Nonymous Tom Tom. I need where's my maker's mark at? Uh we're talking about fucking what is this shit over here? Intuition. Do you want to hear something crazy? Because like I, I was like intuition is like instinct. I was probably taking that uh, um, uh, point of view a little bit, but let's look at Google and see why it's not. Intuition may be defined as understanding or knowing without conscious recourse to thought, observation, or reason. The processes that make up intuition are learned. And not innate. Instinct is not a feeling, but an innate, hardwired tendency towards a particular behavior. There is some people talking about AI and intelligence. I used to think that being a cyborg would be cool. Uh, tr- uh, transhuman transhumanism, or like uh, becoming a uploading your consciousness. Even if you upload, in in my later years in life, I've learned that uploading your consciousness would just mean that you've died anyway, and then that they have corporate rights of your personality inside of another dimension. It's just like. It's like, do you really want your, uh, it's Disney. Disney still owns their shit. Like, Disney's not dead yet. And he owns Mickey Mouse. And if you try, if you dare show people Mickey Mouse, lawyers are going to swoop into your pockets and take quarters. Disney. And that's why my intuition tells me to stop talking about this before. Somebody makes me drown in a hot tub one day. That'd be fucking cool. If I'm if, if dying, drowning. Actually, I wouldn't want to die drowning in a hot tub. I don't think anybody really wants to die. Is that the common denominator? What? Death? Yeah. I think of death as the great equalizer. We're all the same to death. Death does not see individuality. We're just the same. We are all the same. But there's a lot of people that just suck out there. And I also suck myself, but a lot of people won't recognize that they themselves suck. And those are the people that are the worst, that cannot recognize that they too might be annoying in some fashion. I know I definitely am. And that's why sometimes 
I need Zendu to step in. Oh man, did we already hear? We heard this one already. Oh jeez, I'm gonna be so annoying. Let's. Jeez. Oh crap. This might be a repeat. If it is, I'll stop it. I'm sorry. I suck. Everybody, this is new. Coming to you. We heard, I, I thought I'd lighten it up a little bit here. We heard this. Let's go do a uh, article over here. What is this? What is this fucking website? I don't even know where I'm getting this news from. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. Uh, it does. It matters. What the hell's going on? No, we heard that one. Okay, here we go. The last Zindu of the night. Here it is. Let's see what we got. I'm out of beer. Everybody, this is Zindu coming at you for one more new segment on the Dark Sewer News Network. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's make it a little bit of a happy, go lucky, weird, crazy one. This is from ABC News, ABC Net. I don't even know what the fuck this is. ABC Net. AU. It's got some Infinity logo in front of it. I don't know. The title is Indian Apartment Residents Face Weeks Before Alcohol Removed from Water Supply. Yes, they're water supply. They're getting alcohol out of their tap. Out of their tap, I'm telling you. I would, I would be yes, partying no, I and partying. I'd probably wind up dying, actually. It'd be great. Uh, what? Apparently, in 2014, the Indian state of Kerala became a dry state. And alcohol was banned. So a lot of people, I don't know, they even said the government. They said that the government was probably involved in this. The government won't help clean it up. They said that the government buries fucking alcohol and shit. I don't know why they're blaming the government. It was probably Indian mobsters. Can you imagine an Indian mobster? That'd be like, uh, what's that guy? The Bonnie and Clyde? Well, would be a funny Indian version of Bonnie and Clyde. I'm going to leave that one up to the people in the chat. They can come up with an idea. If you have a good idea about an Indian version of Bonnie and Clyde, send it to Nick at NickTheRat.com. I'm sure he would appreciate it and laugh. Uh, so it became a dry state, but this, the ban was lifted in 2017. Now the state has the highest rate what? of alcohol consumption in India. So, you know, hey, whoa. But uh, apparently, I guess, in 2014, some of the government officials would bury alcohol in places, and then they forgot about it, and then this one blew up and poisoned their water supply, and now they're all drunk. But they're not going to help them clean it up. So, you know, they got to wait a while for the, for the fucking water to come back in their system. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a crazy story. And I uh, hope you have a great week, and I hope you have a great weekend. And we'll be back next week with more Nick Threat and Zindu coming at you. This is the Dark Sewer News Network, and I hope you had a good evening. I know I did because I've got booze in me. Bye. That's actually a pretty good question. Indian mobster names. Uh, my favorite Indian food is naan. So what would be like a mobster name for naan? Nikki Nans. That's horrible. I have no idea. Ah, here you go. Uh, Paneer Nan and his sidekick, Gulab Jamun. (laughs) (laughs) Nan, your business.
Um, and the chat's great. Um, you know, you know, it's great. People connecting with each other. There's a, a lot of people that don't like to um, let people talk. I might disagree with people, but I always let them say what they want to say. And there's a lot of people that just don't like what people want to say and don't let them say it. There's a lot of fucked up things you could say, though. And if somebody says something fucked up, you should definitely tell them it's fucked up. But you should have the right to tell them what they said was fucked up. And they should let you tell them it's fucked up and maybe let them change their minds that it might be before the fisty cuffs, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's uh, listen to... I got like one more voicemail and then we're going to be out of here and uh, we'll do a little after show. Maybe we'll play some video games. Thanks for listening to Think the Crat Radio. If you had the... If you had the fortuitous insight to tune in or listen, you too could contribute and listen and share. Everything is CC by. If you want to sell this, be my guest. Uh... If I found out, I might be a little upset, but I'm not going to come after you. And it'd be really weird if you were able to resell me. But if you could, I guess that's cool. I don't know. Uh, uh, Yeah, nobody's calling. I have uh, no more uh, voicemail. I think I should have the foresight to figure out that the scientist kicked me out of the sewer. The stars all vanished and went away. And now the show must come to an end. That really, that was really sad. Sad. I'm pretty sad. So sad. It's okay. It'll get better. I forget what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed to play a voicemail, I think. Voicemail? I just... I don't know. Expect me to know what's going on. I know it's happening. Everybody, we'll be back at Nick the Rat next week at 11 o'clock. We have Aretha Franklin with Think. This is a Funk Sinatra house edit free download by Funk Sinatra. I don't know. Have a good night, everybody. We'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in. I hope your mind is massaged. Have a good night's sleep. And yeah.
fate, free will. Fate, free will. Fate. Free will. Free will. Rumbling tarot cards. They're triangles. Oh shit. Bushi? Bushi? No, he's not here. Bushi? <laughs> I can try to get him for you if you want. Bushi? I'll try. Bushi, please respond. For sanity and hilarity, uh, request. He needs a plug for, he says, some kind of plug for Nick the Rat. Okay. Listen to Nick the Rat from the sewer Wednesdays on noagendastream.com.
fascinating discussion about neuro wine, a wine made using only the winemaker's own subconscious emotional responses and how neuroscience affects this particular process is what we looked at. And this got us thinking, and it's gotten me thinking some time ago, as a matter of fact, about our own gut feelings. You know, when you meet someone for the first time and you have this gut feeling about this person, something that's just not right. Or you need to make a business decision and the accountants tell you, no, don't go for it, but your gut tells you go for it. How does that all work when the hair stands up in the back of your neck? I don't have much hair on my head, but I certainly have some on the back of my neck and those stand up every now and then. How do those actually work? Uh, and, and, and when we make decisions, how do we make it initially? Is it using the limbic system? Is it logical? I don't know. So that's why we've invited Dr. Tari Sharat uh, to join us this morning to talk to us about it, a neuroscientist at the University College of London. Uh, very good morning to you, Dr. Sharat. Now, how, how does this all work? I mean, gut feeling. I mean, is, is, is there a way of describing what a gut feeling actually is? Yeah, well, first of all, it's not generated in the gut. So it's generated in the brain, like any other feeling. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what um, is going on in our brain is is not conscious. So the conscious bit is not is not the big bit. Um, and our brain does work all the time. Evaluates people. Evaluates items. Um, and most of the time, we're not even aware that it's happening. And it does this by comparing whatever in front of us maybe it's a person that we just met, to a lot of our past experiences. Um, and it's trying to predict, have I experienced something like this before? Has it come with a good outcome or a bad outcome? And these kind of comparisons and based on all these past experiences and all of these clues that we're not aware of, um, it comes out with some kind of evaluation. And the way that it signals this evaluation is by a feeling. And a feeling can be good or it can be bad. And a lot of the times, we don't know why we're feeling good about something or why we're feeling bad about something. We might try to figure it out, but we're pretty bad at intro introspection. So <laughs> we not always know why we have these feelings. But some people are better at these feelings than others. Some people, their gut tells them, I've got to go with this. And, you know, eight out of ten times they're right, whereas others fail dismally. Well, the best way to have um, a gut feeling that's accurate is experience. Mm. So experts will have very accurate gut feelings in their area of expertise. And the reason is that they have all this past experience. Um, and so their brain can do all of these computations really fast without them needing to actually kind of stop and think about it. So um, expertise is really the best way to have accurate gut feelings. <laughs> Now, when we make decisions, I would imagine then, just based on what you said, the initial decisions we make are emotional, which probably sit in the, in the, in the limbic part of the brain, and then the logical part of the brain kicks in. Um, that's the way I read it, in any case. Yeah, that, that's pretty much true. Um, the system in our brain that has been designed centuries ago to make decisions and to value things, to decide, is it good for me? Is it bad for me? Should I go towards this person? Should I stay away from that person? Um, it's the subcortical system. So it's a system deep in our brain, and it includes what you call the limbic system, regions such as the amygdala, which is important for processing emotion, another region called the striatum, which is important for evaluating things. Um, but it doesn't do it alone, right? 
So mm. it can signal to us um, if something's good or something is bad. Um, but of course, the newer part of our brains, the frontal lobes, um, they play a role as well in the final action that we take. But I think what my take home here is that gut feelings, as we call it, obviously doesn't emanate from the gut based on experience. It's the brain referencing those years, decades even, of experience that you have and then says, okay, let's reference that and compare that with what my experience is at this particular moment. And it's the people with the most experience in life, as it were, that would have the better guts. So that, so that would be accurate. Yeah, and but there is some, um, you know, innate information, I will call it. For example, um, some of our abilities to figure out feelings from people's faces, right, to figure out expressions, mm. um, a lot of people think that it's partially innate. Um, so we are probably born with some kind of abilities, and not everything has to be experienced. Yeah, and keep telling the accountants that, but they never listen. <laughs> but uh, you know, as 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 Richard, well, you have to. Well, one thing you have to be careful is overconfidence. Right? Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> well, I mean, Richard so Branson feeling can be wrong. R R Richard Branson is overconfident. Um, Richard, yeah, well, I mean, he has rich. good reason to be, right? Uh, exactly. But he said when he started Virgin Airlines, the accountants all told him not to. And if he listened to them, he wouldn't have Virgin Airlines. But I would imagine that's based on his business experience. Yeah, well, I mean, I, that's that's the thing. You take a risk, and, and sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Um, but there are certain biases in our gut feelings that are kind of systematic. You know, most of us are a little bit overconfident, um, or most of us are a little bit over-optimistic. But it doesn't mean that, you know, we should ignore our gut feelings, not at all. What a pleasure chatting to you, Dr. Terry Short. Uh, what a pleasure indeed. Thank you for having me. Neuroscientist Short. at the University College London. Fuck that shit!